related. So let us go to a man who I've got a soft spot for. He travels, he travels, he travels, and he's a total adventurer. He really does. Um, in fact, he has a huge white beard, and that really does make him, I suppose, an adventurer. Uh, Kingsley Holgate, how are you? How are you, Kingsley? Okay, my producer's telling me that before I go to Kingsley, I have to guess the destination. So I have to put it out there so that you can just hear it once again. So, uh, uh, Donald, you got it right. And there's a couple of other people that are sending stuff in, but not all of you have got it right. But this is your destination. Guess it and let us know. I'm part of the Cape Floral Kingdom. And when you come to see me, you can discover beautiful bird life. You can also see how South Africa's earliest inhabitants had traversed the hills and the valleys and had left their footprint on the rocks. Where is that? It's a floral kingdom, probably a biosphere as well, if I remember correctly. It is bird life. It is our earliest inhabitants. I'll give you a clue. Obviously, it's the koi. And uh, they have left their mark. Where are we going? We're not, not going there yet, but we will be going there in a short while. First, we're going down to Kaberha, Port Elizabeth, to chat to the one and only Kingsley Holgate. Kingsley, thank you so much for joining us. Morning, Michelle. Long time. Are you keeping well? Well, I'm all the better for chatting to you, mister. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> good, to, good to hear your voice. I seem to recall we last met in Mozambique. We were doing... Malaria prevention work together. And it was nice to hear your voice again. That's correct. So, Kingsley, you forget about the continent. You're now going transcontinental. What does that even mean? Well, quite frankly, it means uh, 30 countries, uh, about 30,000 kilometers, um, around about six to eight months, I guess. It means a massive amount of zigzagging. Yeah. Uh, and we're very excited, uh, and we're heading down to the point we leave from. I hope I'm leaving you with a lot of guesswork. Well, okay, so you, you're heading down to Cape Agulhas. That's correct, where the two oceans meet. And then where are you going to actually literally end up? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so just very, I'll keep it short just very quickly from the the southernmost tip of our beautiful continent, the Cape of Needles, Cape of Gullis, where the two oceans meet, zigzagging on a long journey uh, throughout Mama Africa, doing large amounts of humanitarian work on the way, carrying a scroll of peace and goodwill, filling the Zulu Calabash with water at, at Cape of Gullis, heading for Cairo, from Cairo across the Med, and then right across Eastern Europe, uh, all the way from Greece to Bulgaria, Ukraine, uh, into Russia, um, cities like Moscow, St. Petersburg, onto Finland, and of course, Cold Cape, I beg your pardon, Hot Cape to Cold Cape, heading for the Arctic Circle, the northernmost cape in Europe, in Norway, known as North Cup. So sure. from South Cape to North Cup, and then it doesn't end there, Michelle. Uh, typically, we keep on zigzagging now, heading sort of south again through Scandinavia, uh, through the rest of Europe, to end at a place where the first land rover was drawn in the sand by Morris Wilkes in 1947 on a beach in Anglesey, Wales. 
Okay, so I have to ask you, 30 countries, 30,000 kilometers. How, how long do you plan to uh, make this uh, last, so to speak? <laughs> well, Michelle, typically there's some challenges at the moment. Firstly, very excited to sort of be doing something to break out from the COVID cloud, so to speak. But mm. we've, we've got an enormous amount of work to do uh, first in, in, in southern Africa before we sort of leave to go north, and that'll take us all the way through to, to the end of January. You know, we're on a massive campaign that started at the beginning of COVID to distribute nutritional packs to mums and kids at, at ECD centers and places mm-hmm. around gamers. So we have to go and complete that work. Two million meals is still our target. And a lot of malaria work and other stuff in Mozambique. And then we head north. Yeah. And so we zigzag slowly across Africa with, with um, of course, specific challenges. You know, we're in these in these brand new landover defenders, we have to put them through their paces, see how they do. Um, so the whole journey, including that to North Cup to Norway and then down to Anglesey, uh, will be at least six months. So Kingsley, you, <laughs> I think you just do this because you just want to get out and about and you've probably got like lockdown fever and now you're just like, how far can I actually get from the Cape Point? <laughs> well, you know, the truth is this idea started uh, on a serviette written on a napkin uh, at a conference once. Uh, we were with the, with, with the Land Rover people in Mauritius. And we said, come on, I'm sure we can race. In those days, it was, let's, let's race two Range Rovers from uh, the northernmost Cape in Norway and the Arctic Cyclist, as the furthest one that can, one can drive into. Uh, and then let's finish down at Cape Agulhas. And, and it got written and signed off on a, on, on a serviette. And it sort of lay around for ages. So it's not a brand new idea. Uh, and here we are, just like surprising. I don't know where the energy comes from, quite frankly. I don't know. Sometimes it's like, like you know, I Googled the price of a beer in Norway. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and, you know, let's, let's, not, let's not forget what a liter of, of, of fuel is going to cost. So I sort of had this vision of us uh, having the odd sort of campfire chat or whatever to, to land over clubs across Eastern Europe and, and taking with us several empty jerry cans. Yeah. Of and beer. saying, come on, guy, we'll give you some fun, we'll tell a few yarns, we'll share a few images, but help us fill these tanks. We've got a long way to go on our <laughs> South African lands. <laughs> So I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's going to be loads of humour, Michelle, as always. I have no doubt, Kingsley. Obviously, you mention uh, jerry cans of fuel and the costs of that, but let's uh, d- discuss the fact that we are going into uh, really looking at carbon footprints with regards to vehicles, etc. How are you going to help combat that? Well, Michelle, I'm glad you're mentioning that because. Um, uh, as part of this journey, uh, within a few days uh, of having left the Gullis, um, we're going to be part of a fundraising event with the Tanglewood Foundation, who've taken an enormous stretch of typical um, Eastern Cape Albany thicket, and they're restoring uh, this massive corridor with other with others yeah. uh, to to create this wonderful project, probably one of the best of its kind in South Africa. And, you know, obviously it involves speck worm and other types of vegetation. Yeah. And in time, in time we'll uh, resuscitate this, this massive corridor, allowing more rhinos, more elephant, more wildlife. And so we're going to be part of that process uh, on this journey. 
and we will be planting enough vegetation to offset offset our carbon footprint and more um, for these uh, rather fancy, lovely new defendants who and their petrol ones. So we need to do a lot of planting. So I suppose in closing, uh, Kingsley, I have to ask, it seems kind of neat to go to start from uh, the Cape uh, here, the hot Cape, and then to end up in the Nuit Cup, uh, the cold Cape right up in the Arctic. Why are you going back down to Anglesey in Wales? <laughs> Good question. Is um, <clears throat> You know, we, we sort of, uh, uh, we love... The, the history of the iconic brand of Land Rover. And, you know, we even, uh, Ross and I, my son and I, who you've, you've once um, had on this program, yes. is uh, our, our personal little car is a 1957 old Land Rover Series 1. And, you know, the kids, the grandkids even love them. So we've always been fascinated by this his, the history of this, of this iconic brand. And uh, the first Land Rover ever sort of conceptualized uh, was uh, was drawn in the sand by an engineer by the name of Morris Wilkes, and that happened at Red Wharf Bay on the Isle, the Isle of Anglesey in Wales. Mm. So we we thought it'd be a lovely thing. We have to start bringing the vehicles back from North Cup anyway. Let's end up in Anglesey, um, and at that iconic place, which when we get there would have happened 75 years prior, uh, and that, that 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 sketch happened in the sand. So we'll do a sketch in the sand. We'll take that Zulu Calabash, empty it, I think, off Anglesey would be the Irish Sea, and empty it after that long journey. And, of course, the normal humanitarian work that you know so well, Michelle, you know, the Goodbye Malaria campaign, we're going to be heavily involved uh, with that. The right to sight, the provision of spectacles for poor-sighted people, especially on the African continent. Uh, And, you know, all the stuff we do with water purification. So, yeah, lots to do, huge amounts of work, but always a massive sense of excitement and uh, yeah, and I just feel that you know we could have maybe waited till next year, but we just felt 2021. We need to do something positive. Yeah, I hear you. I absolutely hear you, Kingsley. Wishing you all the very best for the the journey and uh, looking forward to hearing the stories, the news as you travel and following you care closely on social media as well. We'd love to love to touch base with you as we're traveling, but Michelle, enjoy the rest of your day and lovely chatting. Always good to chat to you. That's Kingsley Holgate. Imagine being able to say Michelle Constant, explorer. I mean, Kingsley Holgate, explorer. And they're looking at a transcontinental expedition uh, going all the way from South Africa right up to the Arctic. It's going to be absolutely 